This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. For this Thursday, July 13th, 2023, I'm Luke Hamilton. And I'm Nathaniel Hera. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, mass grave with at least 87 bodies found in Sudan's volatile Darfur region. All on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. David Atkins will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast. The current temperature outside is a humid 86 degrees. And now on to our top story. No fingerprints or DNA turned up on the baggie of cocaine found in the West Wing lobby last week despite a sophisticated FBI crime lab analysis. And surveillance footage of the area didn't identify a suspect, according to a summary of the Secret Service investigation obtained by the Associated Press. There are no leads on who brought the drugs into the White House. U.S. Secret Service agents found the white powder during a routine White House sweep on July 2nd in a heavily trafficked West Wing lobby, where staff go in and out and tour groups gather to drop their phones and other belongings. Thousands of Ukrainian civilians are being detained across Russia and the Ukrainian territories it occupies, in centers ranging from brand new wings in Russian prisons to clammy basements. Most have no status under Russian law. An Associated Press investigation also found that Russia is making plans to hold potentially thousands more. A Russian government document obtained by the Associated Press dating to January outlined plans to create 25 new prison colonies and six other detention centers in occupied Ukraine by 2026. In addition, Russian President Vladimir Putin signed a decree in May that would make it easier for Russia to deport Ukrainians who resist Russian occupation deep into Russia indefinitely, which has already happened in multiple cases documented by the Associated Press. The United Nations says the bodies of dozens of people allegedly killed by Sudanese paramilitary forces and an allied militia have been uncovered in a mass grave in West Darfur today. The UN Human Rights Office said that according to, quote, credible information obtained by the agency, unquote, the bodies of the 87 people were dumped in a grave near the Darfur city of Janina. Some of the bodies were of the people from the ethnic African Masalit tribe. Sudan has been rocked by violence since mid-April, when tensions between the country's military and the paramilitary Rapid support forces erupted into open fighting. Darfur has been one of the epicenters of the 12-week conflict. Coming up, Marshall men's basketball coach Dan D'Antoni stays true to his style this offseason. That and more news from across the tri-state area when New Center 88 returns right after this. Just in, the WMUL news staff is looking for dedicated individuals to report, anchor, and produce its multi-award winning daily newscast. No experience is required and all majors may apply. Interested candidates should call 696-6640 or email wmulnews at marshall.edu. Join the crew for the best newscast for the state of West Virginia. News Center 88 on 88.1 WMUL. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted Best Radio News Reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm Luke Hamilton. And I'm Nathaniel Hara. Marshall men's basketball coach Dan D'Antoni has had a busy offseason. As FM 88 Sports' Luke Hamilton reports, Coach D'Antoni has remained true to his coaching style in this unpredictable era of college sports. 
Marshall basketball is gearing up for this upcoming season following the best regular season win total in 76 years. Dan D'Antoni's historic season was led by the all-time leading scorer in Marshall history, Tavion Kinsey. Coach D'Antoni says that he will step back and cheer Kinsey on as he continues his basketball journey in the summer league with the Utah Jazz. He is playing and he's getting minutes. He's getting on the floor, so that tells me that they see something in him. In the last game, he uh, played the big moments at the end that won the game. You know, where they were winning the game, he was out there. Just wishing him best. Mostly now I've become a cheerleader, not a coach. After losing some key components to his squad in the offseason to the transfer portal, Dan Tony says he looks for familiar characteristics when searching for players and coaches. But now if you start missing on character, probably not going to be coaching here very long under me. I stress that we bring in kids that are responsible, can handle responsibility, get along with people and good young men and try to get good families. I think in the long run, uh, we'll push Marshall forward, not just in basketball, but in how people perceive Marshall, which will help in enrollment and people being around here. Dan Tony recently promoted Cornelius Jackson to associate head coach and says that rewarding talented coaches is key for Marshall's success. Evaluate your home first. And if you can stay at home, that's the best. If you can't, then you got to go out. And I think Corny is one of those that, uh, you know, he's had a three-year interview. you got to reward him, keep him here. Let's don't ship off our talent. And we've done that many, many times. And the next thing he knows, he's helping somewhere else and not helping here. Marshall basketball has lost and found players during this offseason, but Dan Tony is returning to the 2023-2024 season with the same mindset. For FM88 Sports, I'm Luke Hamilton. Thanks, Luke. As Dan D'Antoni enters his 10th season with the Herd, Marshall men's basketball would compete in their second season in the Sunbelt Conference. Lobbyist Matt Borges is contesting his fifth-year sentence in the $60 million bribery scheme that also took down former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder. The 51-year-old former Ohio Republican Party chair appealed his punishment to the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals yesterday. After showing remorse, Borges received the lightest sentence recommended by federal prosecutors. The decision came a day after U.S. District Court Judge Timothy Black gave Householder 20 years. A sentence also has appealed. The scheme involved secret payments by Akron-based First Energy Corp. to secure Householder's power, elect allies, then pass and defend a $1.3 billion nuclear bailout. Coming up next, the gunman who killed 11 people in a Pittsburgh synagogue is found eligible for the death penalty. That and more news from around the nation when News Center 88 returns. Stay with us. Hey man, you dropped something. That's okay, it's just trash anyway. Actually, it's not okay, it's littering. You should pick it up and throw it away. It would be even better to recycle it. What are some other ways I can help out on campus? Try picking up litter around campus, recycling soda cans, plastic bottles, and paper at the designated bins around campus, taking shorter showers to save water, or walk, ride a bike, or even carpool to cut back on air pollution. Thanks man, I appreciate it. Think green and be Marshall Green. Brought to you by your friends at the eco-friendly WMUL 88.1 FM. Wondering what to do on a dull day? Well, I get kind of tired of hearing that same old music. MUL's got real variety. From jazz and blues to rock and progressive. 88.1's the place to be. I'm at WMUL Marshall University. 
Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best spot news reporting by the Virginia's Associated Press. I'm Luke Hamilton. And I'm Nathaniel Hera. Actors will join screenwriters in a combined strike that will have huge consequences for Hollywood. Leaders of SAG-AFTRA, the union that represents the actors, voted today to strike after a contract talks collapsed with the studios and streaming services that hire them. It's the first time actors from film and television shows have gone on strike since 1980, and the first time both actors and writers have been on strike since 1960. Industry leaders expressed disappointment in a walkout that they said comes at the worst possible time. The group representing studios and streaming services said earlier today that the actors' decision to end negotiations was their choice and will hurt thousands financially. The gunman who killed 11 people at a Pittsburgh synagogue in 2018 is eligible for the death penalty. A federal jury announced its decision today, setting the stage for further evidence and testimony on whether Robert Bowers should be sentenced to death or life in prison. Bowers stormed the Tree of Life synagogue with an AR-15 rifle and other weapons in the nation's deadliest anti-Semitic attack. The defense is trying to persuade jurors to spare his life. Testimony is now expected to shift to the impact of Bowers' crimes on survivors and the victim's loved ones. Vermont is preparing for the next round of storms and possibly a tornado, as people took advantage of a second day of calm weather to clean up from a historic flooding that damaged thousands of homes, businesses, and roads, and left some residents stranded. As floodwaters receded, the good news was that there were no new rescue missions. Dams were holding up and more roads reopened. But Governor Phil Scott says that parts of the state should expect strong thunderstorms by tonight, which could lead to more flash flooding. Conditions could even spawn a tornado. There's another chance for heavy rain on Sunday, but the National Weather Service doesn't expect it to be as bad as the last storm. Coming up next, David Adkins will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast when News Center 88 returns right after this. So there's this guy in your office and he just finished rehab and you don't know how to act around him. Okay, here's a few tips. Don't call him a loser. Do call him Larry, unless his name is John, then call him John. Don't remove the glue from the company envelopes, he's not going to snip them. Do expect him to meet all his deadlines and don't be surprised when he doesn't. Oh, hey, don't make fun of his addiction. You can, however, make fun of his 80s haircut. For more tips on how to support a recovering user or if you'd like to become one, call 1-800-662-HELP. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm David Atkins, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Today, you will find it to be a humid 86 degrees with potential showers throughout the evening. A 91% humidity is making the air outside heavy, thick, and hot. The temperature will drop throughout the night to a low of 70 around 5 a.m. tomorrow morning, with the temperature then rising to a high of 89 around 4.30 tomorrow afternoon. We're looking at both hot days and hot nights going into this weekend. The temperature Friday night will drop to a low of 70 around 2 a.m. Saturday morning before rising to a high of 87 around 1 p.m. Saturday afternoon where there will be a chance of rain moving into Saturday evening. Your weather word of the day is gravity waves. These waves occur between any stable layers of fluids of different density. When the fluid boundary is disturbed, buoyancy forces try to restore the equilibrium. The fluid returns to its original shape, overshoots, and oscillations then set in, which propagate as waves. 
Gravity or buoyancy is the restoring force. A crude example of what gravity waves look like can be seen when you throw a rock in a calm pond. The ripples that spread out across the pond can be compared to propagating gravity waves. Thank you, weatherology.com, for that information. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it's a humid 86 degrees. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast. For New Center 88, I'm David Atkins. Thanks, David. Coming up, Lower Keys Underwater Music Festival supports coral reef protection in an unusual way. Stay with us to find out more right after this on New Center 88. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the WMUL Request Line Singers. Well, I've tried so hard just to let you know that there's nothing I won't do. Every time you play my song, I just want to sing along. Every time you play my favorite tune. Call 696-6651 now. DJs are standing by. And finally today on News Center 88, hundreds of divers and snorkelers listened to an underwater concert that advocated coral reef protection in the Florida Keys. Saturday's Lower Keys Underwater Music Festival also spotlighted eco-conscious diving. It took place at the Loy Key Reef, an area of the Florida Keys National Marine Sanctuary located about six miles south of Big Pine Key. Established in 1990, the sanctuary protects 3,800 square miles of water, including the barrier reef that parallels the 125-mile-long island chain. Participants swam along Loki's colorful marine life and coral formations while listening to the water-themed music piped undersea through waterproof speakers suspended beneath boats above the reef. And that does it for this summer edition of News Center 88. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University in the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Nathaniel Hara, David Adkins, Ben Anderson, and the entire News Center 88 team, I'm Luke Hamilton, and your thought of the day is, we first make our habits, and then our habits make us. John Dryden. <laughs>